The evil components of our shadow are the part of us that we deplore, the part of us that we prefer not to admit. One must set themselves free from all inhibitions in order to initiate close encounters with their innermost monster. By standing toe-to-toe -to -toe with the part of ourselves that we most detest, a person is in the position to slay their fiendish sense of self and by doing so undergo a soulful transformation. A person must move beyond guilt and unexamined thoughts and motives in order to discover a purpose for living vibrantly. Welcome back to another episode of How to Fail Successfully. My name is Matthew Carrier, and on today's episode and the next two, I will be sharing my story with you. Before I start with my story, though, I have to give a little bit of a setup. So in today's episode, I wanted to take the time to talk about a few things. I wanted to talk about my fears. I want to explain how I look at success. I'll do a quick rundown of the areas that... that I have found quote unquote success, or at least success in the way that the world would look to find success. And I have to admit, this is very strange to me. There's this interesting thing that happened when I started thinking about sharing my story. The first thought that popped in my mind is why? Why would anyone care? I am not successful. Here's the ironic part is that each week I sit here and I'm captivated by the guest stories and the lessons that they are teaching us on a week-to-week -week basis. But oftentimes when I approach a friend or a peer to join me on this podcast, the first response I get is, but I'm not successful. Now, of course, when I hear them say this, my first response is, is what? Of course you are. You've done this and that, and you're currently doing these great things. How is that not successful? When I hear them say they are not successful, I'm also saddened by the, at their perception of themselves. I immediately counter with this question. Well, what is your definition of success? The definition of success right there is probably one of the biggest lies we are fed on a day-to-day -day basis. What is success? Well, if you turn on the TV or get on Instagram or Facebook, you'll see what is glorified as successful. According to what we see in mainstream media, success is having as much money as you physically can and then going out and getting more. Success is buying a nicer car than your neighbors. In, in fact, if you can't afford a nice car, we'll, we'll make you an offer or we'll offer you monthly payments and let you borrow for a few years. Success is how big of a house you have or how many homes you own. Men. Success portrayed as having as many scandally clad women as you can hanging all over you, videotaping yourself, shooting machine guns in the desert, or snapping pictures of yourself flying in private jets while smoking cigars. And yes, these people do exist, and they have millions of followers on social media. Here's one for you ladies. How about having the perfect bodies, smooth skin, skinny waist, the perfect size chest, big eyes, a small nose, Tall enough to be noticed, yet short enough to still be cute. Isn't this what we see every day on TV? People like Paris Hilton, Kim Kardashian, other socialites being admired and glorified daily. 
young girls are choosing these women as role models of success. Young men are looking at guys like Dan Blitzerin or whatever his name is and Hugh Hefner as role models. I'll admit that a much younger, more immature Matthew fell into that same trap. I think one of the most important questions we need to reevaluate in our lives is what does and should success look like? How about in episode 24? An ex-law consultant with eight kids flying into a third world country being dropped off by a Russian airplane since that's the only safe way to enter this country without being shot down. All just to bring art to a country that has had it stripped away from them. It's lost all forms of beauty due to a war and poverty. No music, no photography, no clean water, nothing. And he went there to bring those things. How about episode 16? A waitress that spends every moment away from her full-time job writing songs until she falls asleep, only to wake up early and do it all over again before work. The girl who's been dropped by three labels, three publishing deals, two management companies. I mean, this doesn't seem like success to me. Sure, she's had some songs on a few movies, and one of them was nominated for a Grammy, but she didn't win. Is that success? What if I said that the same waitress was also fighting on a national level to help bring songwriting royalties into the pockets of the artists and out of the hands of the giant streaming networks who like to pay out 0.0000001% of streaming royalties? Someone spending thankless hours behind the scenes to help songwriters and creators continue to have the freedom to create. What about a couple that's been married for 46 years? Look at all these favorite celebrity couples that can't stay married for even 10 years. We put them on this fairy tale pedestal of, you know, for being together for five to seven years. And we say, oh, they're perfect. I want to be just like them. That's what a successful marriage looks like. Well, then they divorce and we complain that real love is dead. Ignoring the Barbara and George Bushes of the world and their 73-year marriage. Or couples like Tim and Betsy who joined us on episode 15 to share they've been able to make their marriage work for 46 years. These are the successful people that I want to associate myself with. And I personally know all of them. And I can tell you right now, put them on TV or judge them by the world standard of success. And they will disappear into the forgotten. But judge them the way that they should be judged. And they are extremely successful. So when I wrestled with this idea of sharing my story, guess what lie came to the forefront of my mind? According to the world's definition of success, I am not successful. So let me get this out of the way very early. I am not a millionaire. I am far from it. Up until seven days ago, I drove a used 2003 Toyota Corolla, which when it rained, it came in the car. If it got cold overnight, it would flick the lights on and drain our battery. So we had a dead battery in the morning. This was my car. Now we have since upgraded to a beautiful, nice used 2012 Toyota Camry. My wife and I do not live in a mansion. At this current moment, I do not run a highly profitable business. I'm an extrovert who struggles to find people to hang out with on a Friday and Saturday night. 
And no matter what my wife tells me, I do not have perfect hair or a perfect body. Do you get the point? How can I sit here and say that I am successful? Well, as I do with my guests before they agree to join me on my podcast, I oftentimes like to point out all of the ways that I think that they are successful. And it's interesting to hear their tone changes if I'm telling them something that they don't know or haven't heard in a while. They needed someone other than themselves or the public opinion to show them that they are in fact successful, even if it doesn't currently match their definition of success. I needed to do do the same thing. When I told my wife I don't feel successful, she kindly reminded me to reevaluate my definition of success. So before going back through my failures, let me point out a few of my quote-unquote accomplishments to help show you what my life looks like. This next part is going to be a struggle for me because I don't like to talk about myself in this way. Although I am proud of what I've done, I've, I've never want my accomplishments to get in the way of helping people or dreaming of bigger ways that I can be a positive role model and influence in this world. But here it is. These are my worldly successes. I have played piano for numerous country artists, including Brett Eldridge and Ryan Griffin. I've worked with artists like Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line, Kanan Smith, Natalie Grant, Joy Williams of the Civil Wars, and Rebecca St. James. I've written and orchestrated music for 13 films. I've managed and created the service training program for two high-end restaurants, including a stint at one of Gordon Ramsay's restaurants in Los Angeles. I'm a certified sommelier for those that haven't watched the brilliant documentary Somme, that is a fancy term for a wine expert. My photography has been published in a national magazine, and I graduated college with a 3.7 GPA with a bachelor's in business administration. Now, once you hear my story, you'll understand why that last part is a, is an, a huge accomplishment for me. <laughs> those are the things that most of the world would look at as successful, right? The problem is that I don't feel like those things have defined me or allowed me to feel successful. What is, how do I feel successful now? I like this reminder by Eleanor Roosevelt that says, success should be to get as much life out of living as you possibly can, as much enjoyment, as much interest, as much experience, and as much understanding as you can. If, if you look at your life, how are you gauging success? What are your measurables? My measurables are four areas. Spiritually, mentally, relationally, and physically. Those are the four things that I use to measure my level of success. If I am working every day on those four areas, I can feel successful. Now, notice I didn't mention money. I didn't mention material possessions. In fact, everything I mentioned, we already have. So how am I successful? I had this desire to expand my reach. I created this podcast with the idea that each of my episodes would help change or encourage the life of anyone that listens, even if, even if it's only one person. The fact that I'm on episode 27, I've done 27 hour long episodes and have a large amount of listeners tuning in every week helps me know that I am doing something good and this allows me to feel successful. Every email that I receive, every repost or every comment 
on my Instagram or Twitter or Facebook shows me that people are being impacted by the guests that are on this show. And as you know, not all of my guests are these ultra celebrities who everyone knows, but they're doing some pretty cool stuff and they have some great stories. This to me is success. On a personal level, I married a woman I plan on being with for the rest of my life. I read almost two books a month, which is crazy considering I never read an entire book until I got out of college. I go to the gym about four to five times a week. I have a close relationship with my family. I have an incredible church family. This is how I'm measuring success right now. So yeah, I am successful. What I'd like to do before next week is I want you to take a look at your own life. I want you to write down all of the amazing things that you have going for you right now. But here's the catch. You are not allowed to mention anything material. No cars, houses, nothing. What do you have going for you right now? If you're still with me at this point, next week I will start at the very beginning and share how I've gotten to the point I am today. I've lived an exciting, fun life, and there are some pretty powerful stories coming up next week. Let me leave you with this. Whatever you have been told, re-examine life in the light of truth. I'll see you next week.